what's up y'all it's your girl cubana kiss and welcome to episode seven of the Wu chow chronicles podcast and today i have the pleasure of having with me tomas and cam the founders of creators clothing what's up guys thank you for having us thank you thank you it's an honor to finally be on my favorite podcast <laughs> my favorite my i appreciate favorite you having us yes i'm so excited to have y'all on like so y'all, y'all are the founders of Creators Clothing, but what is Creators Clothing? Like, what is it all together? So Creators Clothing is a Southside Chicago-based clothing line. And our mission is that we are on the mission to shift the culture. And you can go ahead and touch on it if you want to so much. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much our mission. Um, we're, we're a brand. We're a brand. We're a family. We're a crew. We're, 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 we're trendsetters. Uh, we're a clothing brand. We're focused on making sure our dreams come true through our art. And we want people to believe in our dream and to support our product. So what is the dream? Because it looked like, you know, on the website, it looked like you all went and did a complete rebrand. I kind of noticed it's a little different than last week when I went on there. So what is the goal and the vision for Creatives Clothing? Um, we're just trying to reach as many people as we can. Mm-hmm. We want to have relatable content, relatable clothing, something that um, matches our demographic. Since we are post-grad students and college students, we want to reach that demographic of the 18 to 25 year olds. So something that can relate to them and something that they can see themselves wearing. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, yeah, our brand pretty much goes through like a theme change. I want to say, I want to say a rebrand all the time, but we go through a theme change a lot, uh, mm-hmm. trying to focus on some things that we've been inspired by or something that we see that needs to be touched on uh, within society. So we just go through those type of things pretty often. Um, and that's reflected within our clothing, our website, our uh, in, or our social media handles, all of that. Okay. So I noticed... Um, on your about section of the website, you know, you guys list these things that your brand doesn't represent. And the things are, you know, you you don't, your brand is not anti-police and sensitive to racial issues or bias. However, you are against um, those things. So what does that actually mean? Uh, I remember we made, we, we posted that, that, that was actually a reflection of our first design because our first design ever for our brand when we were DUI was the uh, hands up tee. Okay. And it was a t-shirt, you know, just reflecting the current issue of the police brutality and just everything that was targeting black people in, 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 in general. Mm-hmm. So we don't necessarily want to basically pass off our political views or social justice views onto our customers, but we just want to make it clear what we believe in and therefore they can choose or choose not to support based off those convictions. We didn't want to necessarily associate the brand with our, with your, with our, yeah, exactly. If that makes sense. Okay. I want to actually touch on that a little bit. Don't mind. But um, what I was going to say is, is I don't even view it as political. It's more like basic human rights and human right needs. And everyone has a voice and, However you decide to project that voice, that's how you, you decide to. So we want to use our platform to project it towards these human rights and how we view them. Yeah. 
with everything that's recently going on with George Floyd, uh, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, I mean, countless others who names, you know, we can just continue to go on throughout the list. How is your brand dealing with everything that's going on? I mean, you guys are two black men in America. So how, how are you incorporating that with your brand? I was, um, well, I'll start off by saying we're just staying informed, doing our research, looking into what's going on in today's society. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead, Tomas. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're all good. I was about to say, um, <coughs> I do know that we've uh, we've both made our somewhat of a public statement as individuals. You know, Cameron made it a point to point out that, uh, you know, with the riot and the looting going on to make sure that we stay away from black owned businesses. Um, and I've made it a point of myself to speak on social issues regarding black people and black men. Um, and actually, Cubana, you was on my uh, on my IG live video when I was talking about, uh, you know, sexual assault for on black women and whatnot. So those are those, we just like Cam said, we stay informed. We make sure we speak on certain issues, and certain times we also uh, let that be known within our clothing. So I don't want to give away anything, but we may or may not use we're not used but like respond somewhat uh to this crisis with clothing or not we haven't decided yet but uh just know we're always informed we're always you know for for the people for the right cause mm -hmm. so you said you you stay away from black businesses what do you mean what do you mean you stay away from no no no, no. Uh, he was. I was saying, like, he was talking about, you know, with the rioting and the looting going on. Oh, okay. He was saying, do not destroy black businesses. Stay away from looting and destroying black businesses. Okay. So I have a, I have a follow-up question on that. Like, everybody on my, that's on the show, that's a, that's a guest on the show, it's always black business. Uh, I'm very supportive of black business. I feel like if I can spend my money with people that look like me, that's who I'm gonna give my money to. Um, and that's just something that I stand by. So. With that being said, what I've noticed is I heard a lot of that, right? Like, we should stay away from looting and burning down Black businesses. But what constitutes them as a Black business? Is it just the owner of the business or is it do they own the building? Because I see that's a, a thing that people have been kind of debating on social media. That's, that's a good question. Yeah, that's definitely a good question. I guess we were under the impression that um, the business owners, if they're black and um, their staff is black, we will hope that you are um, referring from looting and riding around that area for um, businesses that are designed to help the black community. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I would say actually both. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, um, if the building owner is black, then you're destroying their property. And that's something they have to pay for. And that's technically a business. If you're renting out your property to somebody to use for whether that's merchandise, commerce, whatever. And then also the person that's selling the merchandise, that's a black, uh, black owned uh, or a black business person. So I would say both. Um, and like Cameron said, uh, just destroying our own communities is, gonna give the reverse effect of what we want um, because sometimes those businesses are essential and mm -hmm. they have goods that people need uh, for uh, their daily life, you know, daily life things. So just to, to switch gears a little bit, how with COVID and the pandemic and now we have a racial pandemic, I'm, we've always had a racial pandemic, but now it's just more in the forefront, more in, in the limelight. 
How did COVID affect you all's business per se? Did yeah, it affect it your guys' of, business? Yeah, yeah, in a way, it kind of pushed back production um, mm -hmm. for us. But it also gave me and Cam free time to, you know, sit back, recollect ourselves. It gave me time to personally work with Cameron on getting some sewing tips and whatnot. Uh, and it also allowed us time to work on our personal collections and other designs So and save money. So, I mean, though it like shut down a couple of like businesses we needed, like printing businesses and whatnot to actually produce things, we, I feel like coming out of this, we will be prepared to produce high quality items. Yeah, it was definitely a minor setback due to um, shipping delays and trying to keep our social distance. But once this is over, we will, we will be ready. We'll be prepared to um, market towards our target audience and the rest mm -hmm. of our consumers. So with Chicago in itself, because you all are a Chicago-based brand, so shout out to Chattown. But with, with the world slowly opening up, especially Chicago, because Auntie Lori ain't playing with us. Not, what <laughs> she really not she like who who going outside not us but with that being said what is the goal for you all once the world opens back up like what can we expect from creators clothing we just want to keep reaching our following and we want to stay aware we want to stay communi communicating with our fan base and our supporters let them know that we're here for them and we just want to let the um let the black community know that we stand behind them. Okay. Um, I would say also more versatile clothing. Um, like I said, Cam's teaching me how to cut and sew right now. So I mean, that's only gonna allow us to be more make our clothing a little bit more unique. Um, we're trying new things. I'm not gonna get into too much on what exactly we're trying, but we're trying a lot of new things. We're thinking outside the box in terms of the things we produce uh and the skill set we have. So I would say just be prepared for something different. And we, we're also known for that. We're also always coming up with something new and different that probably other people aren't thinking about and always challenging and pushing ourselves. Okay. So you said Cam is teaching you how to sew and cut. So like, what is each, what is the role of each one of you within the business? Ooh, that is a good question. Uh, I feel like we get asked that a lot but it always changes. Go ahead, I'll let Cam answer those. So, um, <laughs> I would say that we both do have creative control, mm -hmm. but um, what I would say my responsibility is the creative direction in which the brand goes. And Tomas' strong suit would be his advertising towards the brand, how, we, how he decides to market and who he decides to market to, because he has a larger following than myself. And, we both just have our strong suits and we know what benefits us and what um what benefits the brand in the long run. But um like I said, we both do have creative control, so no one oversees the other. Okay. I think this is so dope. Um I actually love interviewing the founders of clothing companies because it's I I am not creative in that way, right? Like I'm a media person, I can interview, I can talk all day long, but when it comes to drawing and cutting and sewing those aren't my strong suits right i can't draw a straight line with a ruler chair but how are you guys getting this inspiration obviously it's coming from the outside you know being black men in america understanding what's going on staying informed in front of that stuff but what else is going on how else are you getting that inspiration to create such dope clothing 
Um, oftentimes when I when I'm designing, I reflect on my childhood and what um what appeals to me, what um what made me happy, what made me excited as a child, and then um also sports. I was before fashion, it was sports for me. That was my my main passion. And I try to combine the two. So that's the inspiration that I find mm-hmm. when I'm designing clothes. Um, Cam's also a big like adventurer. Like Cam made me come well, he didn't actually make me. I came to Cam's house a couple weeks ago, probably at like nine or ten o'clock in the morning trying to work on designs. This man made me hop in the car saying, We about to go to the grocery store real quick and he lied to me. <laughs> He made me go on a, a, a drive to the end of Lakeshore Drive and all the way back to his house. And he was like, yeah, man, just some fresh air. Look at the lake, man. See if you find something. And that's not something I typically do to be inspired, but that's just something I noticed about Cam. He likes to actually go out and find inspiration, whereas I wait until inspiration finds me, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I'm pretty much a, like, a big thinker. Like, I'll sit and think to find inspiration or just look at something on the TV or on the Internet or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or it can literally just be found at my work desk or something like that. Or I can be talking to you or somebody else that I'm close with that will give me some inspiration from something. So that's where mine comes from. I let it find me, whereas Cam finds it. That's dope. I love that it's like two totally different ways of finding, you know, that inspiration to create so many of your pieces. Um, so... When is the new line dropping? Because I keep hearing like, oh, I can't talk on this. I can't talk on that. Like, when is the new stuff dropping? That is a good question. That is a good question. Um, so we're in the works for something. Um, I'll, I'll say just think melanin. Uh, actually, that kind of talks to both designs. But, okay, well, for one, just think about summertime and then the other one surrounding current issues uh we're working we have the design for one pretty much we just need to be able to print it Mm -hmm. and do whatever we're going to do to the shirts and then the other one we're working on the design actually tonight and probably finalizing it tonight after we sew these shirts together so uh what's what month is it june i I don't know i would say one might come out yeah i would say a couple weeks um and that's the thing with when it comes to fashion, like trends are always changing and like fashion is so quick when it comes to like the designs that are in and out. So we definitely need to be able to push these designs as soon as I will possible. Say that we also want to make it quality as, as much as much quality as possible. Yeah. We're not um we're not trying to follow trends. We're trying to trailblaze these trends. We're doing what um what we see heading to the future. So Okay. And that, and sometimes that takes time. So that takes time to develop these thoughts and these these ideas and bring them into fruition. So it just takes a little bit of time, but it was a couple of weeks ago. Should be dropping something. Cool. So if people want to order things or if they just want to, you know, see what's coming, how can they do that? How can they keep in contact with you guys? So we both have personal Instagrams and Twitter as long as the brand page and we have a domain. But um, sometimes people don't, want to wait for the shipping so they'll get in contact with us directly and we don't want to miss any opportunities so if you need us to you know with you anything like that as a listener how can i reach you what give me the twitter handles give me everything so for twitter um my instagram and twitter is the same as creators the crew for twitter our handle is creator chicago 
And on Instagram, our handle is creators underscore clothing. Okay. And then if they want to reach directly out to Cam, the quiet spoken one, who can, how do we reach just you? Um, creators the crew. My, my handle's the same for Instagram and Twitter. So just follow me, hit me in the DMs, I'll respond promptly. Okay, so my yeah, yeah. slide in a DM, so now he's gonna have all kinds of people in the DM. Yeah, I'm weak. Uh, <laughs> my Twitter is sneaker underscore underscore fiend, and then my Instagram is no underscore underscore moss. Okay, so it's pretty much my name, but with no instead of to. Um, okay, so I really appreciate you guys coming on. I, like I said, I love cool. interviewing Black-owned businesses, and I love interviewing Chicago-based businesses. Um, I'm Chi-Town all day long. And like I said Definitely. earlier, I support Black businesses the best way I can. And why not use my platform to get y'all a platform? So. Appreciate right. that. Of you course. That. So y'all stay tuned in, and I'll be right back. Woo-cha. Quarantine's still going on, honey. And guess what? Those kids still getting on your nerves, child. So why not take yourself on over to FunCubed.com and order you and those kids a fun yet educational activity to do while you're still in quarantine. Listen, I understand the world is slowly opening back up, but it's not all the way open yet. And those kids still need to learn stuff through the summer and still need to keep busy. So go ahead, go to funcubed.com and tell them Cubana sent you. Hey, welcome back. Listen, shout out to Creators Clothing for coming through and giving us a little bit of what Creators Clothing is and what it represents. Make sure y'all check them out. Purchase some, cop some, hook them up, all right? But of course, y'all already know what time it is. It's time for Hot Topics. Uh, be Simone in these streets pissing people the fuck off. And I don't know why. Okay, let's start with this. Be Simone went on a live. And she pretty much, she's on Instagram, and she pretty much stated that she does not want to date a man with a 9 to 5. She doesn't. She wants to date a man that's an entrepreneur like her. Listen, black Twitter child, black Twitter told her a lot. Listen, here on the video. Listen to the video. Baby girl, baby boy, everything in my life, I have manifested it. These edges, they were gone as fuck, manifested them back, okay? This waste. <laughs> it's getting there. I'm still hungry. I'm not eating. I'm eating air, but I'm manifesting. I believe one day it'll be little. I do. Everything I have, my dream career, I manifested it. I'm trying to manifest a husband. Ain't nothing wrong with a nigga with a nine to five. I get it. They work hard. I used to have a nine to five. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. You work hard. You have money. I get it. I need an entrepreneur. I need somebody that understands my mindset. Somebody that has the same lifestyle. It has nothing to do with money. Everything to do with lifestyle. Okay. When I'm in the bed at three a.m. checking emails, what you doing, babe? Working? What you doing? Working? Okay. Love you. Mm, you wanna have on a flight tomorrow? I have a meeting in uh, out of town. You wanna go? You got? Okay. Let's go. Okay. You understand my life. You understand what I'm going through. I want to manifest that. What are you doing? Listen, I personally don't see anything wrong with what B. Simone had to say. Now, if you don't know who B. Simone is, 
B. Simone started off as like an Instagram comedian. You know, we had a bunch of them come out around the same time. She was one of them. But she's dope. And by entrepreneur, I mean entrepreneur. The bitch ain't just funny, okay? She got lip gloss. She got books. She got all kinds of shit going on. She's a millionaire. She made herself a millionaire with her entrepreneurship. And it just came an issue because men are definitely throwing themselves at her. She's been very open about being abstinent, all these other things. Um, so she just has these things going on. People are tearing her alive because they're like, you, you women don't know what you want, blah, blah, blah. We know what we want. She told you. If you work a nine to five, stay your ass away from B. Simone. She don't want you. She wants somebody who thinks like her, who understands like, oh shit, I got to go. This is what's going on. This is my business. She doesn't want somebody who works for somebody. Ha! She wants somebody who works for themselves. Okay? So what y'all gonna do is y'all gonna back up off my girl. Okay? Y'all gonna back up off of her. Because she said what the fuck she said. That's it. <laughs> That's all. Now, in other hot topics, child. In other hot topics. Um, there was a huge situation with <laughs> with the businesses in recent news um ensuring that they informed black america that they were standing with us in solidarity amongst those businesses child the democrats decided they was gonna take a knee and have a moment of silence for george floyd not an issue. We appreciate you coming in solidarity. However, in the picture that's circulating, these motherfuckers got on Kente cloth. Who ordered the Kente cloth and thought that shit was okay? Huh? 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 Which one of you goddamn interns was like, yeah, I'll order it? <laughs> Not one person. Not one, not one of y'all didn't think this idea through. Nobody was like, this ain't a good idea. Nobody. Okay. See, this is the problem. You motherfuckers don't be knowing when to tell people that shit's not a good idea. It's okay to tell your boss that's not cool. We don't need to do that. It's okay. It is okay. I promise you. It's a way to say it. You know, don't say it like you want to say it. Your ass ain't gonna have a fucking job and Cubana can't help you pay. I can't help you pay not a goddamn thing. I'm gonna say what I can't do. I can't help you pay not a motherfucking bill. I'm catch ya. But I can tell you that it's okay to tell your boss, hey, hi. I don't think that this is a good idea. This may come off slightly offensive. You do realize that not all black people wear Kente cloth? That's it. That's all. Somebody should have said something, Chad. But nobody said a thing, honey. And now, this picture circulating with these motherfuckers looking like praise dancers waiting till the goddamn music come on. Listen, I just need y'all to do better. That is all. That's all. Just do better. Okay? Just do better. That's it. That's all we want you to do. But in other news, you know, like I said, other businesses and major corporations have been expressing how they are um in solidarity with us as far as black people that's who i mean by us um and so with that we have the 
the major league sports, you know, the NBA, the NFL, everybody's coming out saying how they agree we need to do better. Now, I have some issues with this. This is why. NFL, who the fuck you think you fooling, bruh? Okay? Kaepernick kneeled. This motherfucker kneeled because a veteran told him that not standing during the national anthem was very disrespectful. He would prefer if he at least kneeled. This is what a veteran, a veteran of the United States military informed him. This is how he felt. If you kneel, it's less disrespectful. So then Kaepernick kneeled. And everybody lost their motherfucking mind. He is disrespecting the flag. He is disrespecting the United States. And I saw a meme. I saw a meme, child, that said, racism is so a part of the United States of America that when we protest racism, you assume we're protesting America. I'm going to say this much. Fuck America, okay? Listen, for y'all not to like a group of people so motherfucking bad, y'all shot the hell brought us over here to do y'all goddamn dirty work, okay? We was fine where the fuck we were. You wanted us. We were good. But anyway, the NFL is now like, oh, yeah, you know, we need to do better. Now, all of these players are coming out like, oh, I'm going to kneel. I'm going to kneel. I'm going to kneel. Where was all this fucking support for Kaepernick? Also, NFL... Are y'all going to get this man a job? <laughs> I'll wait. Also, NASCAR. NASCAR had a moment of silence for George Floyd, um, which, you know, I don't think anybody really expected, but it, it was appreciated. Then they went a step further. And um, on the 10th of June, it was stated that the Confederate flag is now banned at NASCAR races. I'm not sure exactly what that means for NASCAR, to be honest with you, because it's not like I see, and, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, make sure you hit me up. I don't see a lot of black people, like, watching NASCAR. I'm not saying they don't, but this just shows you the level of disrespect we've tolerated for so long. Like... Shout out to NASCAR, I guess, for um, banning the Confederate flag, okay? Because that's a huge thing. Um, that's a huge thing for them. Um, and so, in closing, I'll say this much. The world is opening back up, child. The world is opening back up. Slowly but surely, the world is opening back up. I just want to remind everybody that COVID ain't went no motherfucking where. That bitch still here, okay? So, while we're protesting, um, while we're going out, having our fun, visiting restaurants that we missed oh so dearly, hopping back on planes and everything else, please make sure you're wearing your mask and take your hand sanitizer, child, because they're going to try to blame the protesters on the increase of COVID, and that's not going to be the case. The increase is due to y'all opening this shit up and not really having no plan for real. Opening in phases don't mean shit. You open it in phases and then what? You still open. There's still people spreading this shit. So listen, okay, because we done had a lot of stuff go on and I can't even front. It's been a lot. It's been a lot for black America. Um, and I can't speak on all of America because to be honest with you, I've only experienced being black in America, okay? There's been a lot going on. We have... Um, George Floyd 
and Breonna Taylor were the straws that have broken Black America's back. We're done, okay? We're done attempting to make you realize that we matter. We are done attempting to make you realize that without us, this country can fold, okay? I feel as if Black America has made it their business to attempt to show you exactly why we matter, how we matter. We go to college, we get degrees, we buy property, we do not become statistics. I feel like we've done all of these things to show you the progress that we've made throughout life just for you, white America. And I don't mean to lump you all in, but I mean to lump you all in. For you, white America, to tell us that you don't matter, to tell us that he would not have been killed if he would not have been resisting, to tell us that our black sons will eventually be weaponized due to the color of their skin, we are tired, okay? I, a black woman lives in Chicago, Illinois. I have a black son, okay? We live in a time that I have to have a conversation with my 10 year old about what it means to be black, what it means to be pulled over and understanding his rights and understanding what that means for him and how that looks. He has friends of different races, different backgrounds, different ethnicities. And I have to explain to him that what your friend John and Bill and Bob may do, you cannot, you will not get away with those things, okay? So they will look at them as 10-year-old kids. You, my friend, are a 10-year-old black man in their eyes. It's difficult. It's frustrating. I don't know how to handle this. Um, when I talk to him, it's scary because I feel like at 10, I was playing outside and learning how to double dutch. But my son is trying to understand why police officers are not always being held accountable for their actions. He doesn't understand why at 10, he has consequences for the wrong or the right that he may do, but they do not. He doesn't get it. It is a problem. So, as a black woman, I want black men to understand that I support you. I love you. I am here for you. Just know that if I'm walking down the street, if I am coming out of a store and I see that the police are harming you in the attempt to restrain you, just know that this black woman got you. Okay? I got you. I will not record you. I will help you. I want you to understand that. I want you to understand that I know that I have a black son and I would pray that if there ever came a chance or ever came a time that he was being restrained unlawfully, telling someone he cannot breathe and calling out for me, I would pray that one of you would stop the situation and help him. That's what I pray for. But I do want you guys to understand that as a black woman, this is difficult. This is difficult for me to stomach. I feel like we don't get far into the years where we don't have an instance where we are being killed and gunned down by black, I mean, by, by police officers. There's not a time in the year where we are not back in this moment, where we don't have another hashtag. We're tired. And so the only way to understand 
The only way for us to make you understand that we're tired was to burn this motherfucker down. And that's exactly what happened. Listen, all of us may not agree with burning it down, but just keep this in mind. You burned our shit first. We attempted to do exactly what you said. Have our own. Work from the ground. Do what, it, do what you need to do to be like us. We attempted to do that. You burned Tulsa down. You burned Rosewood down. You took what we created and made and you, you burned it. We have nothing to show for it. So while we're steady trying to catch up with you, you're steady with your knee on our neck. Constantly. Daily. We're getting degrees, like you said, would help us. We're buying property because you said that we could. But even in buying property, even in getting degrees, you find a way to keep us down. That's a problem. So don't tell us to do one thing saying that it's going to help us when you know that it's not. You don't care. So to my black brothers and sisters, I say this. I support you in your black businesses. I support you in all your endeavors. If you don't want to go to school, goddammit, don't. If you want to own a company, do that shit. Do it based on how you want to do it. Do not try to fit in the white man's box because that box ain't for us. Period. And that's just all I'm going to say on that. I feel that we all had a tough week, a tough couple weeks, trying to make sense of everything that's going on and trying to ensure that we as black people stick together without making it seem as if we don't understand either. I get it. Believe and trust I do. We gonna be okay. We need to support each other. Fuck them. That's just how I look at that. Listen, I'm just tired of the world this week. Um, Actually just done with it. But make sure you hit your girl up. Cubana kiss on everything. If you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button and you hit subscribe. Don't forget to hit that notification bell, honey, so you don't miss any podcast, okay? If you are not, if you listen to this on your favorite podcast hosting site, make sure you follow your girl Cubana Kiss on everything. Cubana Kiss on Facebook. Cubana Kiss on Twitter. Cubana Kiss on Instagram. I'm there. You can find me. I'll be waiting on you, child. Until then, TTYL. Mwah.